Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, shipping side projects. Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week's episode. So, yeah, I guess this is the show we're recording. Uh, do we have follow-up, Kevin? I believe we do. We do, yeah. Um, so we got a comment on Designer News. And um, <laughs> as always, like anytime I get a notification from Designer News saying, you have one comment, I'm always like, oh, dear God, <laughs> what am I going to see? <laughs> um, but this was actually a very nice comment. Um, so thank you to uh, Mitch Malone for leaving us this comment. Um, and I'm kind of like singling out this comment, but um, there's more people who have just like reached out to us with kind of a similar point. He talks about here is how in last episode, we were talking about software complexity and how do you keep evolving your product to match your users' needs um, without like having everything become just a giant mess? Um, so his point was that feature requests like usually are uh, mostly about um, what users think their the solution to their problem is, not what their actually pro- their actual problem is, um, and so. As a designer, you sort of have to avoid the trap of conflating that solution with the actual problem that that they're having. Um, and this is a very good point. And I don't know why we didn't mention it in the show. Um, I, I think it's probably because like we've talked about this a while ago on the show. Um, but we just didn't sort of didn't address that um, while we we're in the show. And I completely agree with this point. And I just want to let people know that, like, yes, we, we are aware of that. And we kind of glanced over all of that uh, because we wanted to focus uh, around just thinking about complexity. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, moving on. Our main topic is shipping a side project, like actually shipping, not just working on side projects. Mm-hmm. And you said that you, you told me that you feel like you're terrible at this and yeah. you wanted to ask for advice or whatever or asking me how do i do it i have um i predict that this this conversation will not be the way you think it will be (laughs) um what is the the luke's uh quote this will not go the way you expect it to to go or something i don't know anyways the only the only quote from last chat i believe was like everything you said is wrong or whatever like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is not accurate. Uh, it doesn't apply. Um, so anyway, I'm going to let title. you start. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you start. So since you brought this up, this topic up. Uh, hey, Kevin, what's up? What's up with side projects? All right. Um, so I've been sort of thinking back about uh, last year. Because, <laughs> um, you know, we're still early in 2018. Um, and I haven't really done resolutions very much this year. Um, but I did look back at sort of what I did and what I think I did right last year and what I think could maybe be improved. Um, and one of the things that I failed miserably at last year 
was shipping side projects. Not working on side projects. That's like you made like a really great <laughs> distinction there. Like I did work on side projects a lot, but I didn't ship anything. Um and um that's sort of worrisome to me. Um because basically like I I've been getting very aware of the fact that um the work that I do these days isn't something that is tangible for people to see. Um and so I actually do think that side projects are important for me in that way that like I I want to put out things that give people like a an idea of what I do. <laughs> um and you know just have my own projects, right? Like my own things. Like I've always yeah. valued that. Um and I love working on side projects. Uh, the thing is, if I don't ship them, that's that's effectively wasted time, right? Like, if nobody can ever use the app well, that I made, then what was the point? So well, I don't think that's fair, but okay, I I, I empathize with the sentiment, but it's not. Yeah, fair. That, I mean that's probably not entirely true, right? Because it's like, yeah, like you've learned a lot of things from them, and um like maybe it like opened you up to new ideas and maybe made like some i don't know maybe you met some people through side projects i don't know there's like there's other things that side projects can bring you even if you don't ship them um mm -hmm. but it like shipping is still a huge part of of like just have it, like having a side project and being live and public and like in front of people um mm -hmm. and i feel like i've been absolutely terrible at that like just like yeah like <laughs> i've just haven't shipped anything um and so yeah i don't know i don't know why but like in my mind i feel like you're i feel like you're way better at this than i am um like you know like you're like, oh, I'll start a vlog and like you're actually doing it, like do a bunch of stuff like um, the app that you made for like Break the Safe. You just had this idea. You went in, you executed on it really well and you put it out. Um, when during that same time, I feel like I worked on a million like little things <laughs> that never got anywhere. Um, so I think you have like a very specific skill of being able to like pick the thing that you want to do and actually go through with it. And so I want to steal some of that, like spill the beans. <laughs> what are the secrets? Okay. So you have to eat uh, four eggs in the morning. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it can so ship my side projects then. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that I say that because I don't, I don't think that I am good at this. Um, like, Break the Safe is, I believe, like the, the last big side project that I shipped. Uh, but one thing to note, when I actually worked on Break the Safe, I had a lot of more free time on my hands. I was, like, independent. So mm. was it a side project at right. a time? Hard to say, really. Uh, I guess, because Sketchcast was at the time, like, my main gig. But I, I had a lot of time. Um, mm. 
And it's interesting that since I joined Netlify, I've been struggling to keep up with that. <laughs> and I'll, I will expand on that later because I, oh my God, have so many things to say. Um, so I just want, I just want, you know, make that clear. Although, yes, I usually tend to just start things and shipping them. I don't know, like YouTube video, does that count as shipping something? I guess yeah. it's, you know, it takes me a day of work, not, you know, months to build an app. So it's, it's just, well, it's but different. here's the but, thing though. Like if I said, okay, I want to do a vlog, what would probably happen is I would shoot a bunch of video and never edit it together. <laughs> like that's a very possible outcome of what would happen for me. That's interesting. Yeah. I, well, first to me, one of the funnest part of a side project, my probably my favorite part is shipping it. So <laughs> that is always my goal. Like I really look forward to that in the, example of break to safe you know designing the game was fun i had a lot of fun you know just designing around constraints and all that and then building it i had fun because i have fun coding it and all but it's like i was doing that to have a finished product and to ship it hmm. that was the goal the goal was not i want to do some ios stuff right. um or i want to design for apple watch like no the goal was to ship something and have this done and out there when that hmm. is the goal like then the journey becomes easier. See, that's so interesting because that's completely not the way that I look at the projects that I start. Interesting. Where I'm like, <laughs> I, I have like, usually it'll start with, I think I have this cool idea for like a, an interesting design for this thing that I would want to exist. Or I have like, I, this cool, like, new i don't know like it's say there's a new feature in ios that like no app is taking advantage of or something like that like that mm -hmm. i'm like okay i want like i have this specific feature that i want or like this thing is not work this other app is not working the way that i want it to and so i want to build something that would work just like how i'd, I'd want it to work mm -hmm. um and for me the act like the f real fun part and the real goal is like creating the thing like <laughs> it's like right okay like i have i've built like this r like really cool functionality that i wanted like that's that's when i'm like yes this is amazing like this is what i wanted to do and then after that it's like oh yeah maybe i should ship it at some point <laughs> yeah i yeah i noticed that about you like i get really excited about how good something is but then there's like a bunch of small tasks that I don't love that are like things that are that get in the way of being live. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I noticed that about you, like with photo edit, you were complaining how you wanted like to have a photos extension thing that you can quickly get in, edit your photos, get out. Um, so you missed that in your life and you built it. And once it got to a point in where you could use it, so yep. you fill that hole, you fill that void. Yeah. Uh, so it's like mission accomplished. Oh, and by the way, I should polish it up and actually make it, you know, a shippable app and do all that extra mile. That was not working towards your goal. Yeah. Your goal was to have that and you yeah. have that. Yeah, right? exactly. So that was like extra work that you didn't want. Like, it's not that you didn't want, it's harder to stay motivated and, and, 
Stay, yeah, and that's yeah. another thing. Like, <laughs> is getting really tough to get me excited to work on things that I that aren't exciting to me. <laughs> like, I'm a real procrastinator in life, and mm-hmm. like, if something feels like a chore that I have to do, it's just like it's gonna be more fuel for m- me doing other things. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but- huh. <laughs> Hmm. interesting so i i mentioned that after you know joining netlify um i've been struggling a little bit with side projects especially break to save because you know i did that and then i shipped it and then i think i shipped one or two small bug fix updates to it but that was it like it was there it was out it was done i did what i had to do and i wanted to do uh mission accomplished but now you know i have some accountability and so for me, I would like to update it. Like it's completely, right now it's broken. Like with watchOS 3 or 4, like it, it messed up the timer. So the timer is not actual, like it's not accurate. So it's, it's oh, kind of unplayable. Um, the timer, like, because huh. you're supposed to have 30 seconds to solve right. the game, the puzzle. And like you have like 10 maybe sometimes, or sometimes <laughs> it's like 22. It's like weird. And I know, I know, like I know exactly what's going on there. Um, so I want to update it. I also have cool ideas for possible updates, like an iOS version, not just a watchOS. Or like ARKit, I think I shared with you some ideas. Like, yeah. this is actually pretty amazing. But it was like, it's things that I would like. I'm not super passionate about. Like, right. I'm not like er, with a big urge to get this out there. Right. Um, so it's weird. It's like, <laughs> I don't want it as much. So it's harder to actually do it. Um, how do I fight this with like, I, I'm just calling it this accountability. <laughs> um, like I want people to tell me to do it. <laughs> Cause if it's just me, I'm like, well, no one actually plays this. You heard it's fine. That, if people. I don't want it that much, <laughs> like, I don't want it that much. So I'm just not going to do it. Like it's fine. No one cares, but, um, like I still get, I'm going to say like a couple thousand downloads a month. Wow. Which is ridiculous because that thing's been out for like oh, almost two wild. years now. You um, need to monetize that shit, man. I know, right? <laughs> and so I, I actually built this thing into the watchOS game, which is if you force touch on a menu, and this is like completely undiscoverable, you know, but that was on purpose. As with many things touch, on, on the watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> took advantage of the constraints uh but like if you force touch on it um we have an option to send feedback and what it does like on the watch it opens up a new iMessage uh thing so you can dictate or write or whatever like no one's gonna do that (laughs) but some people did and some people do really so that's gonna iMessage me right so (laughs) Um, so every once in a while, I'm going to say like three times a week or something. What? Every once in a while, I, I get an iMessage saying, hey, the timer doesn't work. Uh, or like, or like, oh no. hey, cool game oh and no. idea, but you know, it's kind <laughs> of broken This feature sometimes. that was meant to be a nice like <laughs> sign of encouragement. <laughs> like, well, to, okay, to be to fair, I do receive a series of feature requests and bug fixes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it qualifies as feedback. But, you know, every once in a while, I just get you know, straight up positive things, which is fine, which is great. I mean, uh, <laughs> but that just like feeds 
my my need my desire to update it um mm -hmm. and to keep working on it and That's i'm at really this cool. weird stage in where like i actually rewrote the whole game using sprite kit and making it way more performant and all that um so i completely reworked the game engine um but it's like it needs the extra mile to be shapeable like Right. right now, some of the menus are like PNGs. They're not real, <laughs> you know, thing. Um, so I need to go that extra mile. And, mm -hmm. and to be fair, it's like it's not the the hardest part of it. But I'm at the stage where like I can't go back and just fix this. For example, this timer uh, thing, right? Because um, I did more. Like I can't go back to just fix that. Uh, I guess I could. I don't know. So <laughs> I, what I'm trying to say is I just need to work on it. And I am not super, super motivated. But this accountability of having people still to this day, um, like emailing me and sending me this iMessage things, that helps. So by putting something out there and like force, not force, well, I guess force yourself to be accountable for this. Like, hey, if you find any bugs or whatever, email me here. Or like, this is me, at me on Twitter. Or like, even if you haven't chipped it, and you kind of did this as well, like share that you're working on something. Because that way, this is kind of dangerous. Um, this, okay. this can backfire. This is something but I want to talk about. Do you think that that, work, that like helped in any way? But first, <laughs> let me tell you about something cool. Ooh. Uh, can you guess who's sponsoring the show this week? It's Clark from Envision. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they're back this week um, with Envision Studio. Um, and if you don't know about Envision Studio, uh, it's a really interesting new tool for designers. And the thing that I'm like really interested in uh, about um, Studio is that it at least to me, like with everything that I've I've looked at, it seems like it's the only tool that like really brings together design, prototypes, animation, and collaboration together. Like there's tool there's different tools that that can do one of these things well, um, but it seems like none of them really have nailed that integration between them. Uh, and Studio really seems like they get all of it it seems like it uses everything that envision has been working on for the the past years like that entire um collaboration like adding comments working with other people that's all in there you can do some like really high fidelity uh interactions and animations um so that looks like a really interesting tool um and um yeah i don't know i guess like i this is like a very ca kind of casual sponsor read um but it's basically a studio right now is um in early access i guess you, you could say right um they will let some people in uh, this month january so it's not like an right. open thing you can just register, register and try it out but um check out the website uh if you want to try and get in right it, and it so it's still super exclusive like we haven't even tried it yet, um, but you should. That's true. I am really curious about this. Yeah, I'm. So, I'm honestly really also very curious to try it. Um, so, um, go sign up. It's at uh, envisionapp.com/studio. So that's envisionapp.com/studio. 
Um, you can sign up there. They'll um, hopefully when they start rolling out their invites, um, they'll let you in uh, from the very beginning. Uh, so you'll be one of the first ones to hear about it. Um, and I'm pretty sure that as soon as we can get our hands on it, we're definitely going to want to talk about it on the show. Um, so yeah, give it a shot. Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this episode of Layout. So we were just talking about <coughs> if it helps or not, and that was oh, what yes. you were about to say, uh, if like sharing that you are working on something before releasing it, if that helps or not helps you stay motivated and you know and working on it yeah so basically the the theory goes that um if you put some (laughs) something out there the legend says yeah i mean so that that whole idea i think for me came from our uh friend of the show uh sam sophis um mm. i think he i forget hey, on, on what sh- what show he talked about that but it was like uh something like brag driven development or something like that um <laughs> and that, that just like as soon as they said that um it just stuck with me uh <laughs> this idea of brag driven development is like basically you like work on something you put it out there and then you feed off of the feedback that people uh, give you to keep going and so the idea behind this is um not to like put word in 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 sam's mouth but uh the way that i i interpreted it is that basically you want to put stuff out there and then uh people are going to react to it they're going to tell you if they like it they're going to tell you if they're interested and then that's going to motivate you to keep going through uh, to the end and actually ship the thing because now people know that it's coming and maybe are excited about it and can hold yourself accountable, right? Um, so in theory, I think that's like, and probably for some people, that's probably a great strategy. Uh, I have tried that with Photo Edit uh, where like I would often kind of share kind of either mock-ups or in-progress kind of videos and random stuff uh, from the app, just on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, And to see if, like, would that keep me motivated uh, to work on it? And what I realized is the problem with me about this is, again, like, if we go back to, like, just what drives me towards side projects as a base is like coming up with the idea for a thing. <laughs> so either coming up for with the idea for, for the design of this thing or coming up with, <laughs> you know, like, um, so the problem for me there is that just sharing about the thing, it, it like gives me the reward that I'm looking oh, for. I totally see that. So what drives you is to come up with a great idea in implementation. If and if you share like a dribble post of that, it's like that's it. You, I've gotten that out of my system. Yeah, it feels like you did it. Yeah. Okay, I came up with idea. This is how we would look. This is how we would work. Yes. Done. It's done. Exactly. Next. 
exactly oh that's interesting that is interesting so i and that's what i realized is like sometimes i whenever i would share something like sometimes before it's it's finished i would share it and i would get like comments and feedback from people and i would like get that like oh my god like yeah like people seem to like this or oh okay maybe i change that or i get like that immediate rush um but then after <laughs> that i'm just like well I kind of don't want to work on this anymore. Like I'm kind of done. <laughs> um, you hit post, read the comments like, damn, Kevin, you did it again. You <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> Just, <laughs> next. Basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I realized that for me, that's maybe not the best thing. Um, so one thing that I'm trying now is the complete opposite, <laughs> which is not tell anyone anything about like my the side project that i'm working on and so i'm not allowed to tell anyone what it's about what i'm doing and sharing any images screenshots or anything like that Ooh. until i'm 100 done does this mean you are working on something new that i don't know about uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> um but it's so it's one thing that I'm trying. Um, so I'm basically, I'm, uh, what I'm doing is like, I'm trying a much smaller scale project that is like, I don't know how to frame this, like that it's a very, a much smaller scope and it's not really a, a technical challenge. So that I can focus on things like shipping. Um, and I'm like making decisions that are optimized towards that. So for example, like, I mean, I'm okay. It's, it's another app, uh, but, um, <laughs> no, don't tell it. No, don't, but that's don't, fine. Don't, like, don't I, I don't it. think I like, <laughs> I'm spoiling anything here. Uh, I like working on apps. Um, and so, but like one thing that I decided was there's not going to be a business model. Like this is going to be free. Um, and a reason for that is if I take money from people, then it makes everything more complicated. Um, and so mm -hmm. like the whole idea behind this is keep the scope extremely small and see if you can ship it. <laughs> um, and yeah, not tell anyone about it. So I haven't, like nobody knows about this okay. project really what it's about other than the fact that yeah i may be working on something i worked on it a bunch <laughs> over the holidays um and yeah i'm still making some progress on it although not as fast as i'd like to but you know that's just side projects um yeah so we'll uh, we'll see like i'm yeah. i'm curious to see if that's gonna work best for me so i'll definitely update all of you <laughs> if it ever does ship or if, or next year if it doesn't um uh, but we'll see <laughs> so what about you like have you found that that works for you that sort of brag driven design slash development <laughs> um no i don't i don't do that a lot uh Mostly because, like, I'm—I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I, with most of my side projects, I don't 
get them to a state like it's pretty enough to share or whatever <laughs> ever <laughs> only when it's done so like the middle the journey is kind of nasty um but yeah i also have like a couple ideas in where like i came up with like with a dribble shot uh there was this one thing called just after i shipped frames i came up with something called framered which is like a web version of frames um which would be great and i got like a team session like quote-unquote team a couple of friends that would be interested in working with uh with me on that um so i came up with a dribble post there's animations because framer uh here it is it's still up i think and it was a cool idea and got people like yes uh, this would actually be pretty cool but i shared it way too soon like i i had Mm. I haven't even created like a, a repo <laughs> for it, uh, and that never came to light. But but okay, so so this is interesting because for you, the reward—I mean, the goal—is to come up with an idea and come up with a cool implementation of that idea, um, and that is what you seek. That is what you, you know, strive for. Whilst me is like, is the actual shipping is what I, I take joy out of so yeah and i'm honest to be fair like i think i would enjoy the shipping part if i ever got to it (laughs) probably shipped stuff like you know what it feels like yeah yeah. oh yeah and i i like (laughs) i love that like i like that but it's just right so but do you think you can like internalize like can you make this shifts can you change what do you value more if that makes sense uh, yeah that's a good just, question you know i don't i don't know i don't know if you can do that i mean probably like through mm-hmm. just shipping more <laughs> shock therapy <laughs> or shock, shock therapy <laughs> never know um <laughs> i'll try um yeah have you heard of this thing there's like um there's like a um uh, i think it's a bracelet um that can give you shocks i don't like it. uh based on no. um i f t t t like rest recipes what? <laughs> so, so like when it's like a dog collar like a, when, like when a, like someone leaves a comment on designer news like give me a shock or something <laughs> <laughs> they were um they they did a test on it or not a test but a challenge with it um i think on dubai friday like a while ago oh, wow oh god <laughs> yeah um, anyways no I, yeah i'm not gonna order one of those um, no me either <laughs> but now i'm kind of curious i have to admit <laughs> um anyways yeah back to side projects um okay uh hey so I'd... we both seen we we've seen michael flair's uh Flair's, um video so yeah. michael by the way he was on this show on a previous episode friend of the show he's awesome he just posted this video um i think inspired by um matt md yeah uh, matt, matt smith um basically it is a video like a recap of what michael shipped in 2017 in holy pants yeah that dude that is not healthy like that <laughs> Like he shipped so many things, and it's not like small things, yeah, yeah. like three versions of a video game with expansion packs and whatever. And like, and he runs a co-working yeah, space. Yeah, that's he, that. That was the part for me where it was like, come on, c- 
come on. He right. has like this. I don't know how long it is, but it's it's like pretty long. Like here's the the like millions of projects that I'm working on. Oh, and by the way, like on the side, I'm also running this like co-working space. I was just like, what? <sighs> yeah, this he is has, like the nerve on this guy. The nerve <laughs> on this guy to go through all of this, and in the end, it's like, oh, and by the way, at our company, we value you know people mm-hmm. taking time off and you know leaving at reasonable hours to spend time with the family, and like he has kids and stuff, Shut and up. a very happy family, and he traveled the world. It's like, no, that is not fair. <laughs> To us mere mortals. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop that. Yeah, Michael's a superhuman. Um, um, yeah. D- for real. He is, you know, hashtag goals. Like, yeah. that dude. <laughs> but yeah, that also sort of contributed to me being like, okay, like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I do want to get better at this stuff. Because um, it mm-hmm. is like, that's something that I would like to be able to do one day, you know, like have, hey, like, here's a million things that, that I've shipped um and it's not like right. we don't ship a lot of stuff at shopify like i mean we ship stuff all the time and like my teams are, are shipping like crazy you know um and mm-hmm. i'm in i'm involved in that but i just don't feel the same level of ownership than maybe either i used to or that like you get when it's your own side project or your own business um mm-hmm. so yeah like i definitely want to try to get more than zero like would definitely be a goal for me uh (laughs) you can do it dude yeah and like one thing to know though is like michael's like that's his full job like Mm -hmm. i also do a million other things for work like that's kind of not taken into consideration here but um yeah so okay um remember we talked about in one of my favorite shows personally um that conversation we had about um not doing stuff and then feeling guilty for not doing stuff yeah. or for working right and all that like that that the loop of feeling bad and guilty and then you don't work because you are feeling down and whatever it's like this yeah this trap that you can get in it's like it's like a like a very small dose of depression in a bit in a way i guess um this is real and I've been, like, it's very easy to get into that trap. So I've been trying to be better at, like, justifying things to myself and, like, be okay with not feeling awesome and super productive and feel like, you know, uh, Michael super. <laughs> um, it all comes down to time, right? Because <laughs> time is finite. And that's why you feel this pressure is because you know that if you spent like an afternoon on the weekend playing a video game, you know that you will never have that afternoon back, right? And that's why this is so, you know, this freaks you out. Um, but let me, like, let me just say that I feel we should all uh, feel okay, feel better with how we spend our time. Because I've been, I've been, in 2017, um, I spent way less time working on side projects um and at the beginning of this year it was like you know what i really want to spend more time on side projects so maybe allocate like an hour or two in the morning or whatever like to really just work on this and it's on my calendar like i'm prepared i'm mentally prepared for you know for that block of time to work on this all that but then i started thinking like well but 
you know what? I've been working out like almost every day and I go to the gym and that takes a couple hours, like a, a day, like two, two hours, two and a half hours a day. And then I want to go for a run that, you know, takes time. Uh, it's not my case, but you, you maybe now you have kids, you know, mm-hmm. the classic ex- excuse. Yeah. Which is that's not, like, like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's my like, God, we you, think we like, don't have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I've been, uh, you know, not just the, the my day-to-day job, which I spend a lot of time. I have a freaking podcast, which, you know, we re- spend, like, I would say two hours a week and then, like, an extra two, three to edit and all, do all that. Uh, it takes yeah. time. This year, I am, I don't know if I said this uh, on air or not, but I am working on my visa application. Um, and that takes a lot of time. Like, I have yeah. to document all this and write letters and do, like... <laughs> It takes time and in like it takes energy out of you. So <laughs> like you can't expect to keep doing this stuff and then oh, but I want to spend more time on side projects. Like something has to give. This is not something you could just add up because that's how it felt to me. Like, oh, I've been go- I've been working out and I've been going to the gym and uh running. That didn't like that didn't go in the same equation in my brain. Like, no, that's not time that you spend working. That is just something you do in your life, right? It's like, it doesn't count, mm-hmm. but it totally counts because it, <laughs> it does take time out of your day. Um, so it is interesting. And I feel like we should all just take a chill pill because this industry <laughs> and this Twitter design, you know, design Twitter bubble, like kind of pressure us to keep working on cool stuff and always ship and all. And I feel like this is, it's kind of important to end on this note because we've been talking about shipping and it doesn't invalidate what we just said, but it's like, Hey, if you're really into photography, it's like a lot of time, you know, going out on photo walks and editing photos and all that is totally part of like a side project that you do. Yeah, I've been really enjoying that too. Feel like it, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't, and I kind of suck at photography, and I really admire people who, who do it and are good at it. Um, so you know, I have friends. Uh, maybe this could I be can a hook whole you topic up with but... a good uh, photo editing app. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Uh, oh, da, 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 da. too soon, uh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you have hobbies and all, don't feel like that doesn't count as a side project. Like we just mentioned Sam, he's all into woodworking and I stayed at his place and I've seen his work, his side project. <laughs> don't be creepy. It's amazing. And it puts everything I did to shame. Like, oh, but what is software even? Uh, <laughs> like, can you touch software? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I feel like this is important and uh, I feel like we should address it. Yep. Yeah, totally. For once, like not for once, but it's been a couple of like a dry season of side dishes, side dishes lately. Um, but I do have more stuff to talk about now. Uh, one, and it's kind of related to the notion of like time. Uh, I've been I've been um, waking up early now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shocker! Like, whoa! Tell me your secret. Um, 
uh, I've, I've been using um, Sleep Cycle, which I feel like is the oldest app I have on my phone. Not that I've been using it forever. I don't. Like, I stop. I use it for like a couple months and then I stop. And then in two years, I go back. Um, so I'm probably in that phase. I will stop using it eventually. Uh, <laughs> but I've been using it in, you know how Sleep Cycle gives you, like if you set an alarm for like 7 a.m., it will wake you between 6.30 and 7 a.m. Right. By default, yeah. it, has a, it has a 30 minute window. Um, so I've been tweaking the, like my alarm, um, because it's all about like your sleep cycle. Hey, um, like you should try to, you know, be awakened when you're more, like when you're out of deep sleep, when you're more you know, awake. <laughs> um, so that's the whole point. So uh, I've been tweaking it and I think I found my sweet spot, which is between 545 and 615. Um, which is great. And now like I can, that's, you know, that's like a pretty wide range there though. <laughs> it's a half an hour range. Uh, you think it's wide? It's a default. No, it's all right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Like if I can wake up 30 minutes early and it will only wake you up if you're like at the sweet spot, right? Oh, okay. Right. right. Yeah. True. Okay. Cause you're that's still using the whole the point of the app. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I thought you meant you. Away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. For right. some reason I thought for a second that you'd stopped using the app and that you had found your sweet spot. No, so you no, didn't no. need it anymore, but okay. Makes so sense. yeah. Anyway. Um, Oh, and if you haven't used sleep cycle in a while, I know that I, I haven't, um, now it's all like before I used to have to place it on my you know mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To track my well, anyway. Now or I like use keep the your microphone. screen on, like yeah, face down, down yeah. whatever, whatever, plugged in. Um, and I think that was the that was always a reason why I eventually stopped using it because it was just a hassle. Um, but right now it uses a microphone, so you don't have to put it like in your mattress. You just lay it like on your you know side table whatever um does it have to keep the screen on so here's the thing the app is running but it just it will completely shut off the screen okay right so you know i have the mophie thing uh you know Mm -hmm. uh wireless charger so i just open the app put it in the charger and it will dim the whole screen out and it will (laughs) interesting enough it will record your sleep so if you snore it can like record when you're snoring and you can listen back oh, so like, <laughs> which is interesting I anyway don't need that. Uh, i've been doing that and it's, it's awesome uh, i have a lot of time in the morning um and uh i don't know where i want to go with this but all all this to say that now by 9 p.m i am wasted <laughs> i am dead <laughs> uh and we are recording this right now at 11 p.m so <laughs> yeah um yeah it's like i i stopped you I stopped using Sleep Cycle a long time ago. Um, I don't know why, but part of me felt like I, I just always feel terrible <laughs> whenever I wake up. Like there's no, there's not a good time <laughs> for me to wake. And like I'm sure, like there's probably like science, you know, behind some of this, mm-hmm. and that there are actual actual better moments, but. In the end, like I was just like trying different things, I felt like there wasn't enough of a, a clear moment where I was like clearly waking up and being well rested 
that it mattered and i was always so worried that i would forget to turn on the app before going to bed <laughs> um mm-hmm. so that's why i stopped using so, it um on that on the forgetting to turn on the app mm-hmm. i will never forget because like all right i'm going down I, i'm usually on my phone before going to bed yeah or but you say that <laughs> it's like it's so this like is what you could do you can, you, you can just say you can just set like an emergency you know default um alarm on your phone like repeat every weekday let's say i don't know eight. Uh, um and then use the app to wake you up before uh and actually there was this one time where the alarm didn't go off because there was this update to ios <laughs> <laughs> and the app was running like i did everything i had to do wait, but then so while it was the charging, app was still running and you had an ios update yeah so i guess the app is running i actually don't know if it is open or it actually locks your phone well no it doesn't lock yeah, your i don't phone think i don't think the app off. should be running when you get an ios update no here's the thing i like I, there was an ios update which will oh yeah interesting i don't know i know that that I like it won't up. start updating while you're using your phone and in this case like if the app was running then it wouldn't do the update Interesting, but it totally did because I woke up <laughs> late <laughs> by myself, <laughs> and then I checked my phone. <laughs> I checked my phone; it was like locked, like enter your passcode, whatever. And then when I finally unlock it, says your iOS was updated to whatever. You were grumpy because you didn't anyway. work. You didn't wake up in your perfect time slot, <laughs> dude. Yes. Oh my god, I like I I wasted that day. It felt like oh my god, what is even the point? Like I'm not gonna do what I wanted to do, so, um, so uh, you know what? I'm gonna give you homework. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's easy. I'm not gonna say like, "All right, for the next month." No, just. Oh God, <laughs> what did I get for this myself week, into? <laughs> like this week, until we until we record again, um, for one night at least. Like it probably should do two nights because you know, two or three nights. Okay. Whatever. Minimum two. Um, use sleep cycle. All right. And I'll give it a try. this is what I want you to do, okay? And this is the hard part. Um, you're going to change the default window, the range that will wake you up. Mm-hmm. The default is 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Change that to an hour. Whoa. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Change that to an hour and then set the alarm like for the time that, like the latest you could wake up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. All right. Yeah, doing and that then now. report back. Wake up phase, 60 minutes. All right. Okay, we'll give this Boom. a try. Okay, last thing uh, for me. Um, Chevy recommended Dark. We talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we totally binged it here uh, last weekend. Oh, I saw Dark. and? It was uh, Don't spoil awesome. it, please. It was amazing. Okay. No, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, it was great. Um, and I'm would waiting you- for season two, which comes out in December. <laughs> Huh. So I didn't know there was going to be a second season. Do you do you side with with Chevy here on this and in saying that this is better than Stranger Things? Because he uh, gave it high praise. The market isn't as wide as Stranger Things, right? Like everyone likes Stranger Things, right? Uh, only like a more specific, you know, group of people will actually enjoy this more. <laughs> But I would say there's a good chance that people who really enjoyed this show will enjoy it more than Stranger right. Things. For me, it's like maybe 
it was more interesting, like intellectually, right? Um, for sure. Uh, what do you know about the show? I don't know what, what can I spoil or not. Like, what do you know about this show? Nothing, like other than nothing. Yeah, not much, honestly. Like, I've seen the poster and I've watched like maybe the first ten minutes, um, but we turned it off because we couldn't couldn't take the the dubbing. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, but I, okay, I, I am like, i am he, gonna watch it i am gonna watch it like i'm i i will listen to chevy he gave it a really good review and now i'm interested so i will do whatever it takes even if i have to read those goddamn subtitles um and i, I believe it or not i kept thinking back. about that i couldn't stop thinking about that when you said that you couldn't do it with subtitles it was such a cultural shock it, to me. Because you just like, oh, wait, like, just keep reading whatever's on the screen. Well, like, for me, well, for me in Portugal, and this is true for most countries, I would say, like, every Hollywood movie that I've watched ever had subtitles. <laughs> right? Like, that's how wait, I so would you watch movies. it? Well, what language would you watch it? The original language, of course. So oh, with... No, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Like Hollywood no, no, movies meant, with the original, like in English. Okay, but with um, Portuguese subtitles. Right, uh, right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so that was like, that's how I consumed movies and Wait, TV but shows. at this point, did you like understand and speak English? Like basically, did you ignore the subtitles or did you actually had to read the subtitles to understand what was going on i don't know how to answer that it's such Mm. it's an unconscious thing okay like even though i am because that's really not a thing here like what people do is they they dub it they yeah they just dub it and oh no yeah there are some listen to that terrible so like countries like uh, uh i know spain they do this a lot like they dub almost everything yep France, I guess, also a bit. Um, so it kind of depends on the country, I feel like. But f- at yeah. least for me, like in Portugal, we n- almost like, except for like animation, like cartoons and stuff for kids. Of course, that will always be dubbed because um, you can I expect forget, a three-year-old to read the title. Movie it was, uh, but a long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, uh, I, I, I went to a friend of mine. Um, and we were watching this movie that may have, uh, fell off of the back of a truck <laughs> and, um, it, it was, it was in English, uh, it was fine, but for some reason it had like Spanish subtitles <laughs> and honestly, like we watched maybe 15 minutes and we couldn't take it anymore. We're just like, just reading the subtitles. Right. Or just, like, no, I'm, I'm going I'm to be honest. Like if, if. If the subtitles are on a weird language that I can't recognize, mm. um, it will mess me up. Like uh, okay. it will be very hard to ignore oh, that is captions. I can't. Uh, but for example, like uh, my second viewing of Star Wars, mm-hmm. I watch it here in the theater, and of course, it has Portuguese subtitles. Mm. Um, and I've seen the movie without subtitles in the U.S. Right. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird because I am not ignoring neither i am not ignoring the subtitles but i am also not ignoring like what they are actually saying so like a lot of times you know i you know someone like the the translation is not 
accurate or like yeah silly. why would you say that so i just like you know i look at my girlfriend like yeah like not <laughs> she's like yep and so it's kind of funny like how we know best <laughs> or we feel like we do. you're like eating popcorn like and then just turn to each other <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that one too um, but but so my rule is i always watch whatever content i'm watching i always watch it in the original mm. language as the creator um, intended it. and here, plus okay, subtitles. Here, so here's plus subtitles of course um, <laughs> which to be fair they usually, never intended so that's not in the subtitles i always original pick, form right well yeah but i always pick english subtitles nowadays mm. if i can if i can right. help it um like it's i feel like it's it's more not accurate but it's more um up, I don't know. I feel like I don't trust as much of the Portuguese translators. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, I watched a bunch of anime in the original Japanese uh, voice with English subtitles, for example. And here's the interesting, maybe not part. I would say 90% of the media that I consume, which is in English, like American movies and shows, I watch with English subtitles. So I have like both is is like captions basically right right um and why i don't know <laughs> but it's like it, it i don't have to be i don't have to be paying as much attention because i can just read it like if i miss a word or whatever or if like there's a weird accent that i can really you know follow um um and third like i am completely sure that i didn't miss anything so, for example, whilst watching Westworld, like I want to have captions on, so I can be sure that I don't miss anything. Even Star right. Wars, did you get the joke at the beginning when Poe is like calling General Hugs? Oh, um, no! Did you get that joke? No, but they talked about it on the Incomparable. Or yes, yeah. so I I only saw that when I was reading with the Portuguese subtitles. So like. <laughs> When yeah, he's calling for fair, uh, Captain Hux, he doesn't joke, say Hux, he so. said Hugs. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but then it's just an example of something that you would have missed if you didn't have any captions. Right. So I, I just think it's interesting. This is like is very obvious for any non-English native speaker, I would say. But it's interesting yeah. how it, and, it's like okay, you train so your brain. Be- before a million people email me, like, <laughs> I, I, I am wrong. You are right. <laughs> I know that it's I'm not wrong weird. Or right. That's okay. You don't need you don't need to tell me about it. No, the That's thing fine. here that we were discussing is it it kind of like freaks you out trying to read subtitles while it, not that it freaks me subtitles. out. It's just like it just I feel like it occupies too much of my attention and mm-hmm. like detracts my attention from the actual movie that I'm trying to see. And that is probably fair. But anyway, my brain is trained to <laughs> always like keep. I watch movies with my peripheral vision because <laughs> I'm looking at subtitles. Um, okay, okay. Enough. Dark, really good show. Uh, we again, we binge it in the weekend. Um, it's really good. <laughs> it's one of those shows that you will create a thousand theories and try to piece together. Um, one thing that I have to say, which, like, and this may be like advice for someone starting the show right now. Ooh. At the beginning, um, well, Wait, are you throughout the whole show, but especially here? at the beginning. No, no, no I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just saying that this show, this show respects your intelligence. 
Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. So, like, it will not be in your face explaining everything, like, in giving you hints, like, huh? Huh? <laughs> it's like, it will just leave it there. And then you, even maybe you stop watching, like, you're in bed now and you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, right, 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 right. I know. Um, and even like at the beginning, in the first episode, there's like a thousand characters and they make no effort in being very clear and, and, you know, concise explaining who exactly is. No, there's all these names that I have to memorize. And I, I just remember in the first two episodes, like, wait, so is Hannah the person that maybe did that in the previous, anyway, so, so it's completely okay in the beginning to be kind of lost. Right. Right. The like information overload, but still. Um, cool. Great, great show. Cool. All right. I'll give it a shot. I'm kind of looking for a new show any, anyways, because I'm done with uh, the end of the f***ing world. I started that today. God damn it. Now I have to bleep it again. <laughs> Sorry. I realized it after <laughs> the end of the F world. Fing world. Fing world. Um, yeah. Um, so what do you think about it? Yeah. I started literally like before coming here record this so i but i think i was like four episodes because like an hour or two hours <laughs> um it's really it's really it's, so far it's great it's yeah fun. it's it's so it's very good. like easy show to watch so yeah cool. but i i love how like it's so like the it's kind of a show that could go anywhere and you have <laughs> no idea and it it like kind of subverts your expectations in many different ways um it's a very well done like, show in my opinion yeah i really like how it slaps the audience with a face in the face with like haha silly thing but no oh my god this is brutal yeah, yeah. like haha silly they are funny oh my god what just <laughs> happened like it's it's shocking some of the things that happen and they just take them so yeah. lightheartedly. And but they're like, also breaking so many stereotypes that I kind of mm. love that about this like show. What? Well. Without spoiling? Yeah, like I don't want to <laughs> spoil too many things, but we can talk okay, about that's it fair uh, after you want. Right, um, okay. But uh, yeah, I can't recommend the show enough. Like it's it's so good. Um Okay, recommendations. Yes. Should we do it before we go? Recommendation. Um, Pikachu. So All right, you go first. My recommendation this week uh, is a YouTube video. Um, it is um, a sort of this. It's actually a pretty long video for YouTube. Um, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> how Star Wars Episode Nine should be written. Um, and basically, it's a, a video that sort of <laughs> starts with the assumption that um, episode eight wasn't that great um, for, and honestly, like for a lot of the same reasons that I thought. <laughs> um, so, like, I feel like I agree with a lot of kind of the the opinions behind this this video. Um, and the video is made by, uh, Dave Whiskus, uh, which mm -hmm. is like kind of a known person in like the Apple community. Um, yeah. 
but basically, um, yeah, he he basically explains how um, they could fix everything with episode nine and make everything make sense and sort of salvage episode eight uh, as well through episode nine. Uh, I think it's a, like, honestly, I, I was listening to this. I was like, holy crap. Yes. Like, I would love for this to be the actual movie. Um, it's obviously probably not going to be that. Um, but um, if, for, if you're a Star Wars fan, like, I think this is very inter- entertaining. And the whole channel, uh, it's called Here's the Bad Version, is a really good channel that I've been enjoying a lot lately. Um, basically, the premise behind the entire channel is um, basically... He like Dave uh Dave Whiskus, the main person who does this channel, uh kind of explains just an idea for a thing that he thought about <laughs> and that's it. Like it's like it talks about different things, uh not just movies. Um so yeah, I recommend that. Go check it out. Cool. My recommendation is a game, but it's not a video game. It's a board game. Oh nice. Um and yeah, something that Kevin can play. It's yes. <laughs> um, so I uh, the game is called Cosmic Encounter, and uh, apparently it's very popular in the UK for some reason. Um, I played this uh, for the first time. I got to know this game uh, because Bryn uh, introduced me to it. We played at Bryn's <laughs> uh, last time I was in San Francisco, and I only played like three games or something. Um, but I became addicted, and when I got back, I searched everywhere for this game, and eventually I got it, and we already played with some friends, and it is my current favorite board game ever. Um, really? To give you a quick like summary of what the game is like, is um, you play up to five players. Um, that's like ideal, if you can. <laughs> five players. And each player is uh, an alien race, and the goal and each each player has like five planets with ships on it and the goal is to uh create a colony in other people's planets right up to five. First player or players to get to five uh, they win and it's like it's i'm not gonna explain the rules uh you can check out uh, you know what i'm gonna post like this youtube video just does a good job explaining uh the rules um so here's like the interesting part of this game. Like there's all these rules, you have ships and you know, you can attack with whatever and then you can create like you can create alliances with other players. Like hey, I'm attacking, let's say I'm attacking Kevin. Does anyone want to attack with me cuz then I'm stronger and I'll probably win. Um and if we win, you also get a colony there, right? It's like you create these alliances which is totally off script. Like you're not following rules. You can just talk to people and convince them to be your ally. Um, and that's a pretty cool part of the game. But the thing that makes this game so special is that, as I mentioned in the beginning, each player is a different kind of alien race. There are 50 different alien races, and each race has like a special ability that breaks the game in some way. Huh. And that's why this is so cool. So, for example, I have yet to try and to know about all the different races, but just from experience, like, once I played with this race that could heal and recover ships for all of your allies, not for yourself, mm. but for everyone else, which is a great tool for you to make allies. Like, right. hey, if, like, if we lose, you're going to get your ships back. So, you know, 
there's you can't lose um another alien race had this ability that like if you lose a battle you win and if you win you actually lose Ooh. so all of a sudden like instead of uh, you wanting to have like a, more ships you were playing to have less ships right anyway uh, okay. uh, stuff like that interesting um, so there's there's like a million possibilities how this game can play huh. can be played out. Okay, and this it's sounds really, really fun. great. So you should totally get into this. Mm. I'm gonna. So we'd gonna actually, would you actually Amazon. recommend like Amazon as the best deal to get this game? So yeah, I posted the Amazon link because I don't know where else. Like the, I can't find like the official website. Board games are weird. Like yeah, like online presence. Huh. I mean, it seems like it's available from Amazon in Canada, so seems like good hey, do me. it. I, I actually, I bought it from a, a local dealer, so I can just give, hey, check lo- local board game dealers, <laughs> see if they have it. It was actually more expensive than if I just ordered from Amazon, so mm-hmm. I don't know what it says about that. And you have to leave your house. <laughs> Well, it was fat. I have a boosted bar, bro. It's fun. It's fun to leave the house. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of board games, I played a, a fun board game recently. Um, boosted board game. It's uh, called uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Interesting. I don't have you I've heard of this board game before? I don't think so. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's this game where you basically have these uh, tiles and you start off with like just a, f- a handful of tiles. And um, as you play this game, you basically add more and more tiles. And so you're building up this haunted house uh, mm-hmm. that is different for each game because the tiles are random and there's like three floors in the the house and there's like all sorts of things happening and then at some point during the night um someone uh like betrays the other players um and so (laughs) all of a sudden like the entire game shifts and like now it becomes like the rest of the players are playing against the person who betrayed them and like there's this like really interesting game dynamics and there's like specific rules for the the person who's betraying the others and there is like all sorts of like different character types and there's like a million things that that are just different with every single game um so yeah it's a lot of fun it takes a while uh to get into it like there's a lot of rules there's a lot of things to it but it's once you get the hang of it it's really fun that is cool. I'm I'm probably gonna try to get this. We've been we've been really into board games lately. Um and it's and it's fascinating like to 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 see the level of nerdiness that some games have. Yeah. Like I, we had a couple of friends over uh last week and it was like I gave them cosmic encounter, it was like, all right. <laughs> Here are the rules. When you have like around, pieces, children. a bunch of cards and dice and stuff, like when you have a lot of stuff, yeah. it's very intimidating. Yeah. And then like we add some alcohol to it and it's like Yeah, I think that's the hardest challenge like, for a lot of people. Once you play cards games, against humanity and that's it. it. Like usually it's not like how because they can be really fun, but sometimes I find it so hard to just convince people to even give them a try. I'm like, no, tr- like trust me, like this is not as complicated as it looks. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't want to play this. This sounds too complicated. I'm like, no, no. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, so, I like board games. Okay. And uh, I think that is it for today's episode. Uh, as always, you can reach out to us and continue the discussion um, in the newly created post. Thanks, Sarah, over at spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout. Uh, links in the show notes. Again, click there. There's a post for this episode. You can talk about your favorite board games or if you've tried Cosmic Encounter or not. Uh, you should. Um, so do that. Uh, also, special shout outs this week for listeners Chevy, Charles Anderson, Mitch Malone uh, from Designer News One, uh, Ollie, Alex Carl, Adolf Vreda, and uh, Vanil Patel. That is our list. I apologize for any mispronunciation. I tried my best. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitters at LayoutFM. I am at Rafa Hari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find show notes, all the links for stuff that we talked about, and links for other episodes and all that on our website, uh, which was designed and built by Kevin. It looks amazing. You can look at that at layout.fm. Well, thank you. Thank you for the shout out. Lastly, this episode was sponsored by Envision and Envision Studio. So once again, thanks um, so much for supporting the show. And uh, this show is part of Spec FM Network. So if you're looking for more shows to listen to uh, and more, like, I think they have like blog posts and technical stuff and whatever to help you out. Uh, if you want to level up your career, um, yeah, give it a try at spec.fm. And with that, Talk to you uh, next week. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. getting good at this outro stuff <laughs> <laughs> i say it in my sleep i have the sleep cycle recordings to prove it uh, <laughs> nice oh my god <laughs> this should be the pre-roll <laughs> okay I just i say it in my sleep i have the sleep cycle recordings to prove it and then boom <laughs> start the show